and welcome to Two Generations Podcast, Conversations That Matter. This is our safe haven where each week we come together and discuss some important and heavy topics. Some of the topics that we will be focusing on are bullying, peer pressure, friendships, and other important topics. Our goal is to create a space where parents and children can come together and navigate these topics together. If you have any topics you want us to discuss, or if you have any stories you want us to share, please email us at twogenerations8608 at gmail.com or by phone by texting us at 910-644-0275. Before we get into the podcast, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Leanne, I'm married and have three beautiful daughters. When I'm not podcasting, I'm working on my beauty business, Goddess Beauty Store. Feel free to check out some of our beauty products at goddessbeauty.site. And when I'm not doing that, I'm binge watching Netflix, either something magic related or a documentary. Hey, I'm Jayla and I'm currently a high school student. When I'm not podcasting, I'm either researching crazy stuff or playing with my pets. Some of my favorite things to do are take pictures and write stories. Before we get started, can you give me a definition in your own words of what bullying is? Yes, absolutely. To me, in my own words, what bullying is, it is basically the typical name calling, the teasing, the general, you know, pushing or you know i i do know sometimes it could go a lot further and most of the time it's done publicly for the benefit of humiliating the other person in my own words i would say bullying is definitely trying to intimidate one person or a group of people by saying mean stuff insults um physical and it's usually done in public to cause social discomfort Absolutely. I can definitely agree with that. The textbook definition of bullying or bully is seek to harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. It is the use of force. It can be hurtful teasing, which is usually how it starts, but that's not always the case. Sometimes you get both the use of force and the hurtful teasing to intimidate or humiliate the other person. Bullying has gotten worse since I was a child and after I looked over all of the information that I had gathered to do this episode, it actually made me realize that it's been a problem since I was in school. Bullying for me started in elementary school. I don't remember the grade exactly. The other students would say things like I had bad breath and I was poor because my mother never would buy the school's uniform for me to wear. I did have one other friend outside myself that was being bullied, so of course we stuck together. And not to cut you off, but when you guys like stuck together after you both realized y'all were both being bullied, did the bullying begin to happen when y'all would both be together? Um, no, not typically. It was always one or the other. But there were a few instances that I can remember where we were bullied together. But generally, that wasn't the case. It was always me or them. Definitely. Yeah. That That's a good question, though. 
Um, fast forward to the beginning of my seventh grade year of middle school, and we ended up moving to Plainfield, New Jersey. I had made friends with the boy who lived across the street from me and with the girl who lived up the block from me. I had also met a girl who ironically had the same name as mine. But then again, all of a sudden, I was being bullied again in the new town. It was just the basic name calling. The person that was doing the initial bullying also had her group of friends doing the bullying with her as well, which is also called mobbing. For those of you who don't know what mobbing is, it is when the bully may have one or more lieutenants who are willing to assist the main person doing the bullying. Bullying in school is also referred to as peer abuse. Peer abuse occurs when children are singled out for ridicule and torment by peers who are relatively more powerful than they are. I had no idea it had a name, but clearly it was a problem. My homeroom teacher, who was also my math teacher, knew that I was being bullied and did nothing to stop it. It was physical at times, and still nothing was done to stop it. Can you tell us of a particular time that you were bullied and how you handled the situation? If there was something you could have done differently, what would you have done? That's actually a good question, and thank you for asking that. Um, I can actually recall a time when sitting in math class and my bully kept poking me in the back of my head. I had had enough that day, so I snapped, which surprised even me. I got up from my seat, turned around, and slapped her. To be honest, I don't think there's anything I would have done differently. She bullied a lot of people, not just me. I did end up getting in trouble. The only reason that I got in trouble is because the teacher herself was scared of the bully. Crazy, I know, but true. So the same as my mom, bullying started for me in elementary school in third grade and got worse from there. Swedish Norwegian researcher Dan Olius says that bullying occurs when someone is exposed repeatedly over time to negative actions on the part of one or more persons and that negative actions occur when a person intentionally inflicts injury or discomfort upon another person through physical contact through words and in other ways individual bullying is characterized by someone behaving in certain ways to gain power over someone Wow. Yeah, I know. But I was sitting in math class with one of my friends. And if we're being honest, no one was really my friend because I was the girl that raised her hand in class for every question with the glasses and the overbite. Also, since we're really being honest here, back in elementary school, everyone was so focused on being considered one of the cool kids that they sat there and bullied everyone that wasn't like them. Okay, and how how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? The fact that everyone was like considered being one of the cool kids so they bullied everyone that wasn't like them. Yeah, how did that make you feel? I feel like one, that's really messed up and I agree. I agree. And I feel like honestly, no one should have really been considered that. I feel like in third grade no one should have to be scared to go in class the next day because they're worried about being I absolutely like, agree. No one I should have to feel so that way. absolutely agree. And it's sad that you know, people act like it's normal. Yeah. And that is a problem that 
shouldn't be addressed and it should it needs to be it's like they adapted to it exactly and no one should have to adapt to that it shouldn't happen period should the administration be held responsible if they knew about the student being bullied and the student ended up seriously hurt to answer the question yes i think that the school's administration should be held responsible if something happens to the student that was being bullied too many times the administration acts as if they did not know the student was being bullied and a lot of the time they act like they did everything to address the situation when sometimes they did nothing at all they just let the problem continue until the student that was being bullied takes matters into their own hands and does something drastic like bring a gun to school you see it on tv shows and it's happening in real life and some students end up committing suicide it's a problem that needs to be addressed to answer that question yes i do believe the administration should be held accountable if they knew about the situation it makes sense the student came to them explained everything it's a part of their job to handle the situation and when they don't somehow the administration is never held accountable it's always the student's fault i absolutely absolutely understand what you're saying it does seem like they dismissed the fact that the administration knew about the situation and they did nothing at all to address it and that typically is always the case but somehow it comes back on the student like you know they they could have done this differently they should have done this differently like it's never the administration's fault like they're the kids you're the adult exactly it's your problem to help them with these situations when they bring it to your attention like and they don't and they don't i don't understand i do not understand um i ended up calling mac williams middle school in regards to your sister being bullied by a so-called friend i ended up leaving two messages with no call back right that's crazy for real like Finally, I had to reach out to the superintendent who called the school's principal to have her call me back. What a shame. Right. You should have just handled it. You should have just handled it. Exactly. Repeat that. You should have just handled Handled it. it. Right. Because it was brought to whose attention? Yours. Exactly. And who is yours? The who? The The administration. administration. Right. I shouldn't have had to go that far to get the situation taken care of. And before we move on, I just want to point out when we were saying it's their job to do it. Now, just let's say Amaya ended up doing something like she ended up getting into a fight. Right. The school administration always says we want the student to come and tell us if they feel uncomfortable. Right. They tell you and you don't do anything about it. Right. And I actually brought that up. In the phone conversation with the principal, I stated the fact that they didn't care about the safety of the students. And she said that wasn't the case at all. No, that's not true. We absolutely care about the safety of the students. If that were true, I wouldn't have had to get the superintendent on the phone to have her call her to call me back when you got the message when you came into the school. Like... I left you two messages, like, with two different principals. Neither one of them called me back. Like, come on. 
Exactly. You, do better. you have to do better for the students. For the students. Like, their safety matters on all fronts. They shouldn't just want to care about the safety in regards to school shootings. You need to care about the safety of the students in regards to bullying. That is a problem. That's where it starts. Mm, exactly. That's where it starts. Another interesting fact that I learned is that in the UK, there is no legal definition of bullying. Keep that in mind for a moment. So what does one do when they're constantly being picked on? Do you call it just kids being kids? What if someone ends up dead because of it? This is one that needs to be changed definitely. I also know, since there's no legal, I also want to know, since there is no legal definition of it, do they think it just doesn't exist or do they ignore all signs of it? I want people to also keep in mind that there can be different types of bullies and bullying has been classified by the body of, liter by, of literature and these different types. Some of these types are nonverbal, verbal, or with physical behavior. As stated before, there can be individual or collective bullying. There can also be physical harm inflicted towards another person or even their property. So yeah, there's definitely layers to it to be understood and addressed. Okay. That's that's a lot of information to yeah, to soak up. What would you do if your bully came up to you years later and apologized? Would you forgive them or would you give them a piece of your mind? Honestly, if my bully came up to me years later with an apology, I don't know how I would handle it. On one hand, I would want to kick their butt for all of the BS they put me through. And then on the other hand, I want to forgive them and move on. But then also, I want to know what was going on in their home life back then to make them a bully so many different emotions going on at one time so honestly i have no idea which way it go now to be honest i've already had to say this and i said my words i mean i forgive you but i will never forgive you for all the stuff that you put me through i forgive you but only for myself can you listeners tell us of a time when you were bullied and how it made you feel? You can call us at the number listed in the description or by emailing us at twogenerations8608 at gmail.com. Another thing I'm just going to add on before I tell you guys my experience is if you're currently being bullied or were bullied, it's okay to speak up and you're not in the wrong if you're feeling some type of way about it because you should. That's actually great advice. Great advice. It honestly was really hard for me when I was being bullied. I feel like I was alone in everything because when it would happen, yeah, I would still have my mom, my dad, and my sisters to talk to about it. But at the end of the day, the words of the bully and what they did would still replay in the back of my mind. Okay, um, really quickly, um, I, I know you said you had me and your father and your sisters to talk yeah. to. And I do understand that you didn't feel comfortable enough to go to the administration. Was there anyone else that um, maybe you felt you could have went to, like maybe a guidance counselor, but you just, just didn't have the time it. to? Or like, Definitely how did that whole situation the go? the guidance counselor. 
And I do want to point out the fact that this is really messed up because, yes, the teacher knew about the bullying and it's almost as if they were too lazy to address the fact that I was being bullied. So when I would ask to go to the guidance counselor, it's always, oh, you don't have time to do this. You need to finish this. Almost as if they're trying to stop me from telling on them. Wow. So basically, you feel like you were blocked yeah. from going to the guidance counselor. Wow. See, and and that's sad because that shouldn't have happened. They didn't want to talk to you about the situation or do anything to help, but they should have at least allowed you to go get the help. Yeah. And the fact that they stopped you every time you tried to go to the guidance counselor, that really says something. Yeah. Like, it's clear, it's a problem. And something needs to be done. Yeah. But I can definitely say I'm proud of how far I've come. And to all the young people listening, you can and, we, and you will get past this. Of course, what they say will come back to you from time to time. And you know what you say to that? I'm a smart and a beautiful person, and what other people say about me will never matter and will never affect me because at the end of the day, I know what type of person I am. I know the things that I will do. Another thing you can say is no matter what the haters can ever get to me because I'm too high for them to see. Yes, yes, baby. More great advice. And I just want to say that I am proud of how far you've come. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Verbal bullying is actually one of the most common types of bullying even today. This is any bullying that is conducted by speaking or some form of body language. The main weapon that they use is their voice. Verbal bullying is common in both genders, but girls are more likely to be involved in verbal bullying and i'm not at all surprised by this fact neither am i because oh, we we do know how girls can be we do but i do realize that sometimes bullying is really only focused on girls they never address the fact that boys are bullied you know what boys are bullied. i think you you know what i didn't even I didn't even think about that until you just stated that. And that's actually, I think I'm actually going to have to agree with you on that. It do seem like they want to address it only in terms of girls being the bully when both genders equally are bullies. And are bullied. And right, and are bullied. And the boys, to, to me sometimes, seems as though they're the ones that really do the whole use of force when it comes down to the bullying especially you know physically and they get away with it and it's a double standard that needs to be addressed i remember being bullied all the time in school like seriously i even had one girl tell me i look like mickey mouse mickey mouse like come on she could have said Minnie mouse i would have took that she's right i would right right mickey mouse a male exactly and she said it in front of the whole class trying to be funny and of course the class laughed i had another boy come up to me at lunch and say did anybody ever tell you that you're ugly to that i replied your mother's ugly wrong to bring his mother into into it 
But that was the only response that came to me at that point in time. Bullying was and still is a problem. We have kids actually killing themselves because they can't deal with being picked on on a daily basis and they shouldn't have to. What's something that people say to make it seem like bullying isn't an actual problem? Now this is one that I really hate. They're just being teenage girls. This one honestly to me is one of the worst because it's like, yeah, we're teenage girls, but that does not give one girl the right to shade another girl over something so dumb. Like, why are you mad? Because I'm a nice person and I don't walk around shading people 24 seven. That sounds like a problem for you. This also applies to the people that say they're just being kids. Just because we're kids does not give one the right to walk around talking about their peers because that can and a lot of the time does end really badly. Kids cut themselves and sometimes even commit suicide. And that doesn't just impact that one person, but that impacts their family and their friends also. Yes, that is so true, baby. So true. So, so true. This is a common one. Another, uh, this is a common one. Another one is, oh, they're friends. We see some of the things that these bullies do to terrorize and torment other people. And let's be honest with ourselves. A lot of the things that they do is not kid stuff and we know it. Stabbing someone is not kid stuff. Neither is burning someone with a lit cigarette. And some of the things that the bullies do is what I just mentioned. Like, which is crazy. Yeah, like, extremely crazy. Stabbing someone. Because when that doesn't go their way and someone ends up seriously harmed, they don't want to face the fact that they just stabbed someone. Okay. Because they're a bully. Like, and, and that's what I meant when I say use of force. It's that's not just some of the use of, right. That's some of the use of force that they resort to. The extreme that no one wants to talk about. Like, really? Bullying usually begins at this stage and includes any of the following. Derogatory name calling of course. and nicknaming, spreading rumors or lying about someone. We see a lot of that. Threatening someone. We also see a lot of that. Yeah. Yelling at someone in a rude or unkind tone of voice. Absolutely a lot of that. Definitely. Especially without justifiable cause making someone's mocking someone's voice or style of speaking we and we see a lot of that too way too much in public especially and i can definitely say from firsthand experience the spreading rumors or lying about someone because that happened to me this year okay and how did that make you feel and how did you how did you address the situation okay well one I did end up telling you about it first. Okay. Yes, I remember that conversation. The administration, so I did that. And they did nothing, I'm guessing. Actually, that's where I'm surprised. We have a new principal this year, a new vice principal for the okay. ninth graders. Okay. And basically, usually when I would go to the administration, they'll be like, oh yeah, we'll handle it. But the first thing this woman did is she asked me if I knew any information about the person that possibly could have been doing it okay at the time i didn't know 
But as I figured out and started getting more information, I would tell her. And instead of just saying, I'll look into it. Okay. She actually said, if you have any time during lunch or any time use free periods, Mm -hmm. just come to me and we can try to figure this out together. Okay. And yeah, I can definitely say this year, that principal for sure. Yeah. Okay. They need to keep her. Yes, they do. That's a woman that's going to get you results. Never found out, but it did stop. So. Okay, and okay, see. At least she tried to help. Right, me. and it didn't go as far as it could have gone. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, to be honest, I don't think I would have gotten that back in my day. Like, and I know I just made myself sound <laughs> really old. Back in my day, we don't need to talk about ages. I'm not telling nobody how old I am. Don't ask. Um. But yes, I uh, I don't like while I had a tremendous principle, I don't think I, I don't think I would have gotten that type of results. I to be honest, I, I think it probably would have got swept under the rug, so to speak. Yeah, it have been uh, it doesn't exist situation. And that's what I expected. And that really surprised me. So it surprised me hearing about it. Um, so another stage of bullying is the use of body language. Um, an example of that is the middle finger or torture someone, making insults or otherwise making fun of someone. Going back to how girls use verbal bullying, they will do things like insult you, sometimes in a subtle way and sometimes not so subtly. They will also use social exclusion techniques to dominate and control other individuals and to also show how superior and how much power they have and often or not for reasons of impressing someone that they idolize. Boys use verbal techniques for domination when they want to avoid the trouble that can come with physically bullying someone else. What are some steps that the school's administration could take to address bullying? I'd say that the school's administration could honestly just listen and not be afraid of the bullies themselves. Yes, I I do notice that. Because... Or they'll be afraid of the parents. Yes, yes, or they will be afraid of bully and parent, both. Because I remember uh, my math teacher, like, like I said earlier, like, I really feel like I got in trouble because she herself was afraid of the bully. Like... It, and it showed. Yeah. It actually showed. You are a teacher. It's yeah, not right. just your job to teach the class. You're also supposed to make your student feel comfortable in the class. Yes. Like, and I actually can recall the bully themselves just completely disrespecting the teacher. Like, and I mean bullying the teacher. Like, come on. Threatening her. Like, name calling. And we talking some serious name calling, cussing, all of that. And the teacher did absolutely nothing. She didn't send her to the principal. She didn't do anything. Which is why I would have did. Like, Which is why I'm like, she had to be afraid. But why would you allow a student to hold that much power over you? You're a teacher. You're an adult. Forget teacher part of it. You're an adult and you're allowing a student, to a child, to hold that kind of power over you. Like, 
Seriously. That's a shame. It is a shame. Like, crazy. But yeah, there have been way too many situations where me or somebody I know had been bullied and told the teacher and they'd say they'd handle it and never do. There have also been situations where the teacher would see it and still wouldn't do anything about it. That's so wrong on so many levels. Teachers and administration need to be held accountable for it because if if they're not, then it's just going to keep happening unless more children speak up. But it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I can definitely understand it's hard sometimes, but nevertheless, it's something that needs to happen. Yes. Like, for real. I agree with what you just said. And to add to that, I feel it's the administration's responsibility to handle the problem as soon as it's brought to their attention. And I'm not talking about the principal, just the principal. I'm talking about the guidance counselor as well, but yes, mainly the principal. I do understand that they have a lot to handle, but they also cannot continue to ignore the problem, especially when it's been brought to their attention on numerous occasions. We as parents send our children to school to get an education, not to be bullied and to feel like they don't want to be here anymore because bullying has made their lives unbearable. We need to be able to trust that when our children have issues at school, especially of this kind of magnitude, that they have someone that's going to be there to listen and validate their feelings. Someone that's going to advocate for them. Responsibility and accountability goes a long way and we need to start to hold people accountable and responsible for their actions, no matter how severe they may be. Sometimes, that's what the person may need to get their life back on the right track. For sure. Now on to discuss cyberbullying. Cyberbullying is the use of technology to harass, threaten, embarrass, or target another person. When an adult is involved, it may meet the definition of cyber harassment or cyber stalking. This is a crime that can have legal consequences and involve jail time. This includes bullying by the use of email, instant messaging, social media platforms, and cell phones. It's stated that cyberbullying is more common to start in secondary school than to start in primary school. To me, this is one of the worst forms of bullying because of how easy and how fast it is for things to circulate on social media. It's honestly crazy how someone can post something bad about another person on the internet and then by the next day, it's everywhere. It's also really hurtful to be that one person having to see that every single day. And you know what? It's it's a lot of that, like for real. And you see a lot of that on TV too. A lot of it on TV. And it's going on a lot in the real world too. And like, I'm, like we had internet when I was younger, but none of this social media stuff. So... I'm honestly glad that I didn't have to deal with any of that, like, for real, for real. And when I did get on the social media platforms, this was in my adult life, so I didn't have to deal with any of what the kids today have to deal with as far as bullying in terms of social media. Yeah, because, like, all it takes is one post, all it takes is one picture, one page. Yes. Like, 
there have literally been pages dedicated to shading different students at schools shading people in a whole state and it's like and that's that's a lot and unnecessary if we're being honest and we also understand that in terms of internet once it's out there it's out there and so that's initially gonna follow them the rest of their life and the stigma from that they shouldn't have to deal with yeah because all it takes is a single airdrop yeah especially in the iphone world yes they shouldn't have to deal with that now i know we're all wondering what makes someone a bully right what are the characteristics of a bully Studies have shown that envy and resentment may be some motives for bullying. Sad, but true. Some bullies are arrogant and narcissistic. We know a lot of those. Yeah, and no surprise there. And they can also use bullying as a way to conceal shame, anxiety, or to boost their self-esteem. By demeaning others, they feel empowered. They may be doing this out of jealousy, or because they themselves are being bullied. I'm not saying that it's okay to be a bully, but sometimes there's more going on that we don't know and need to understand. We need to address everything on all fronts, so to speak. I don't think it's going to make things easier, but it would be a great first step, giving voices where there needs to be. To add to this point, another reason one could become a bully is depression personality disorder weakness to anger use of force addiction to aggressive behaviors mistaking others actions as hostile concern with preserving self-image engaging in obsessive or rigid actions a combination of these factors can also be causes of bullying again not saying that this is okay but there's a lot we don't understand Personality disorder. Personality disorder is a deeply ingrained pattern of behavior of a specific kind that deviates markedly from the norms of generally accepted behavior typically apparent by the time of adolescence and causing long-term difficulties in personal relationships or functioning in society. This personality disorder It's characterized by a lack of guilt and inevitability inability to form lasting relationships. relationships. Quickness to anger or getting triggered. Anger always has a trigger. Build of anger, preparing for actions, feeling the impulse to act. Addition, Addition to that, addiction to aggressive behaviors, common behavioral addictions, sex and love addictions, shopping addiction, gambling addiction, gaming addictions, food addiction, exercise addiction, the person struggles with mental health or physical health issues as a consequence of the behavior and who and would have the ability inability to stop or quit. Excuse me y'all. Mistaking others actions as hostile to misunderstand the meaning or intention, misinterpret usually something they said or something they did. Do you think 
that it's a problem that some parents don't want to address or even acknowledge the fact that their child is a bully. I definitely think this is an issue when parents know their child is a bully but won't address it. And to be completely honest, I don't understand why. They do know that just shows everyone else that they could care less about what their child does. I want to just point out that they could also care less about whether or not their child is the cause to another kid or kids constant suffering. So let's just take a minute and think about not just think about it in general, but also how messed up this whole scenario is. As crazy as it seems, bullying can also result from genetic predisposition or even a brain abnormality in the bully. Genetic predisposition is a genetic characteristic which influences the possible phenotypic development of an individual organism with a within a species or a population under the influence of environmental conditions a brain abnormality refers to any atypical feature in brain functioning structure or biochemical levels bullying can also occur when a child fails to develop skills due to insecure attachment with their families ineffective discipline as well as environmental factors such as a stressful home life and having hostile siblings. Which is crazy. Yes, because we we do understand that some siblings can be very hostile and aggressive toward their other siblings. It shouldn't be, but it is. It is. An insecure attachment is a relational pattern that causes a person to feel insecure about their relationships with others. Because of their insecure attachment style, this can cause them to have difficulties developing meaningful adult relationships. Insecure is when a person is not confident or assured they're either uncertain or anxious. And to answer the question, I would have to say that, yes, I absolutely think that it's a problem that some parents don't want to address the fact that their child is a bully and if i'm being honest we we said the word honest a lot but honesty is key i also believe that some of them know that their child is a bully some of the parents have absolutely no control over their child or children and some are actually afraid of them that goes back to our earlier conversation when we were discussing the fact that the administration and the teachers sometimes are afraid of the bullies sometimes the parents themselves are afraid of the bully. And not it not shouldn't be, but some of the kids have gotten bullied physically abusive towards, with, their, towards parents. their parents. Exactly. Like, so, but yes, this is a problem that needs to be addressed. If more parents had a better handle on their child and their behavior, a lot of these awful things would not be happening in today's society. Do you, the listeners, think that social media is one of the contributing factors to bullying today? We would like you guys to tell us what you guys think about this question. You can email your answers to 2generations8608 at gmail.com or by texting us at 910-644-0275. And thank you You for listening. listening.
We'll see you again next time at Two Generations Podcast Conversations at Night.